Welcome to the E2A Flippers Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Rakin, and this show is dedicated to helping you make more money by flipping physical products from eBay to Amazon.com. If that's what you're here to learn, then you're in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the E2A Flippers Podcast. In today's short episode, it's going to be a short episode because I'm going to get right to the point. I want to discuss, should you flip used or new items as a new seller when you're doing eBay to Amazon? Okay. So again, this is going to be a short clip just because there's not much to say here. I'm going to share my honest feedback and tell you what I would do. So yeah, let's just get right into it. So here's the deal. The reason why you would be a bit concerned with selling new versus used is when you sell a product as new, you have a higher chance of having Amazon ask you for invoices if you get a counterfeit or an IP complaint. Now, a counterfeit is essentially a customer or a company complaining, saying that your product is counterfeit. And on Amazon, you're essentially guilty until you prove yourself <laughs> to be innocent. And an IP complaint is an intellectual property complaint that a typically a brand or a representative of the brand will make to either say that, A, it's a counterfeit or you don't have the right to sell it, so on and so forth. And if you get too many counterfeits or IP complaints, you can get kicked off. Now, here's the deal. You can get an IP complaint. You can get a counterfeit selling used. I've had both of them in the past. You can get an IP complaint and a counterfeit selling new. So why would you be concerned? Well, the idea behind it is if you sell an item new, according to my research and just hearing the community and what folks have to say, Amazon's more inclined to kind of stick to their guns in terms of you having to prove the authenticity or prove that you bought it from a legitimate supplier if it's new, because it is brand new. It's a brand new item. Whereas if it's used, you could kind of say, you know, it's around your house. Maybe I don't have the receipt. I bought it from a store, so on and so forth. I mean, I guess you can say the same thing for new, but it just seems like Amazon is more of a stickler. Okay. So I don't have like the best response for that, but just know like Amazon's a bit more of a stickler for new versus used. Now, if you're trying to decide, should you sell used or new if you're brand new? Let's just get right to it. What I would probably say is if you're brand new, you have a new account, you don't have a lot of history, just stick with used the first couple months or so. I know of people who sell new products and they're brand new and they're fine. I would just say if you're scaling, scale used first. You just have reduced risk. And that's that's the whole thing with eBay to Amazon. We're playing in a gray area sandbox. We don't have legitimate invoices. Amazon technically doesn't really want you selling items on the platform where you don't have invoices. And people might be like, that's crazy. Like, what if it's an item around my house or if it's an item from a thrift store or a garage sale? Again, on Amazon, you're guilty until proven innocent, right? So you have to understand that there's risks involved. So if I was new, what I would want to do is build up my seller history. Okay. So the more volume you sell and the more feedback, the more positive feedback you get, the older your account, the more lenience Amazon will give you, at least based on my opinion and what I've heard over time, when you grow and you build your account, you become more reputable. Now there are people out there who have an account for 15 years and they get a counterfeit and then they're gone. And then there's people like I have friends of mine who have gotten seven, eight, 10, 15, and they're perfectly fine, but they've been selling for years. In the last two years, I've had maybe three DVDs that I had IPs with. I had a book just recently. I got a really bad counterfeit claim on. Outside of that, that's pretty much all I've had, but I've just acknowledged them and removed them, and it didn't really affect my account. Now, I do have the Amazon Health Assurance, I forget what it's called, where essentially if they're not going to suspend you or kick you off 
without like talking to you first. I forget what that's called. It's like health assurance or something like that. My account is 10 years old. I just feel like it could take some hits. And, and I say that because I've seen a lot of my friends and folks that I know who have been selling, who have gotten IPs and counterfeits and they've, they've been fine. But then I've seen on the other hand, new sellers who've only been in the business for maybe a month or two and they're selling a ton of new stuff. And then Amazon wants you to prove that your items are from a legitimate supplier and they're not going to let you just appeal and just remove it as if you had a more substantial proven account. So I would say the first three months, I'd probably sell used and maybe start sprinkling in new and then slowly but surely outside of books, I'll never sell books as new. Amazon's really strict with that, but with like I would start selling some new DVDs, maybe some new board games, maybe some new video games. I would stay away from like popular current stuff. I'd go after like older discontinued stuff that's like five, six, seven, eight years old. There's like thousands and thousands of those products that you can pick up from Flipmine and whatnot. But should you flip used or new? I sell 100% new. I mean, maybe 99.5%, a little bit used, but mostly all new. I mean, in 2023, I sold over 12,000 products new. In 2022, I forget what it was, seven or 8,000. So, I mean, I've sold over 20,000 products in the last couple of years. And I've had a couple issues out of the three DVDs. All three of them were me just being an idiot, to be honest. And all of those issues came in the beginning when I didn't know as much about IP complaints as I did now and making sure I don't buy DVDs with the brand on it and things under 10,000. I mean, I have a lot of rules. Go back to some of the old episodes on the E2A Flippers podcast where I talk about my rules and principles and my paranoia because I don't have invoices. So doesn't mean that I won't get kicked off eventually. I say it all the time because I, I do want to protect my butt and be real. There are risks with this model. Same with thrifting and garage sales. It's all the same boat, guys. If you're going to sell anything, use new from thrift stores, garage sales, eBay to Amazon, Facebook marketplace, even freaking stuff around your house. It's all the same risk. You do not have invoices, okay? But again, I've sold over 20,000 products amongst all the students in my eBay to Amazon masterclass. I mean, we've probably sold 100,000 products and there are some folks, maybe five or six issues that people have come across. I don't know if there's anyone who's been permanently banned that I know of, like in my groups, but I know of probably five or six who have had their accounts frozen, section three, got suspended, some pretty serious IPs. And I'd say 95% of those times when I investigate, because they reach out to me and I always ask for the ASIN, they're selling products that are super popular. IP alert is warning. There's been big drop-offs. There's only really one that would have probably stumped me too. And it was just recently. So, I mean, there always are chances of getting in trouble, but I would say you definitely have a little bit less of a chance to get IPs and counterfeits with used, but you can still get them with both. The big thing is checking Keepa, checking IP alert, making sure there's no big drop-offs. Don't sell products that the brand is on. If you're brand new, maybe start with used. Don't scale like crazy to 20,000 a month. Scale slowly, build your feedback. And over time, I would start to add more and more new if you're willing to take the risk. Right. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just sharing my journey and what I'm doing. You know, I want you guys to succeed, but I could care less what you do. Do what you want to do, right? Do what makes you sleep at night. That's what I'm concerned with. And do what gets you results and what you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable without having invoices, don't thrift. Don't do E to A. Don't do garage sales. Get wholesale suppliers, right? Go build relationships with distributors. Start your own private label brand. But hopefully this helps. I would start with used in the beginning, slowly build into new, but I'm hundred percent new. But again, my account's 10 years old. So hopefully this helps. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please head over to Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast player, and leave a five-star if you can, if you enjoyed it. 
And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the subscription. If you want more future episodes delivered right to you. And I appreciate you guys listening and watching the E2A Flippers podcast. Talk soon. Bye.